for the last time this semester. Welcome back to the Wisdom and the Arts podcast, broadcasting live through CoogRadio.com. My name is Dylan Duke. Very happy to have you here. Today's episode is going to be playing clips from my favorite shows uh, these past two semesters, talking about uh, things that I wish I said or didn't say or whatever it may be. Um, it's just going to be a good time. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, the, this is the last episode of the semester, and we we will be back in the fall. But it's just you know it's a it's a little weird saying saying goodbye, especially. <laughs> uh, this has been uh, really fun to do, and although every episode uh, wasn't flawless by any means, um, I mean you'll hear the speech at the end. So why so why am I even giving this now? But anyways. Before we begin, let's see where you can plug the podcast. Of course, we are broadcasting live on KooRadio.com or the Radio FX app. We are on the Apple Podcast app and Podcast.com and Facebook.com slash Wisdom in the Arts. I thought that was so long when I first started, but now it's just like, it's it's fine. It's it's just simple. Like It makes sense, and I don't even think about it as I say it. It's muscle memory for my mouth. And that's one of the most disturbing things I've ever said. But you know what? Let's move on. Uh, Wisdom in the Arts episode. Don't know the episode number. Let's say 18. Um, looking back. Um, you know, when I first started this show, uh, I've been thinking about... I had been thinking about doing this show for about a year and a half before I really started it. Because, you know, I was... I was a really big fan of of podcast and they weren't really like this, you know, there was journalism podcasts, there were football podcasts, there were comedy podcasts, but I didn't really find anything that was this, you know, let's talk about a topic, break it down without it being quote unquote too educational because Either, you know, people were trying to bring in, you know, Plato or Socrates and whatever. And those are completely fine uh, individuals and, and their work should be studied. I absolutely agree. But uh, the number one reason why I started this podcast was because, you know, I want to be able to have a conversation uh, about something in the news or like a certain moral issue without it being intimidating for others or, or maybe intimidating to me. Because every time, you know, if I'm talking to my friends and they're and they start bringing up, oh well, uh, according to this philosopher or this idea, you know, half of my brain shuts off. It's like, <laughs> all right, you aren't catching up now. It's it's done, and that's that that that's just how I operate. But you know, as as I grew up and started, you know, receiving different avenues of entertainment and media. I began more relating to those instead of uh, these deep ideas, you know, just because everybody has seen m- movies or TV shows or whatever. And, and even if you aren't talking about the same piece of media, you know, there's, there's similar themes or similar everything. And to know that, you know, someone can have a conversation about something deep without referencing these very educational, I'm not, I'm not sure why that's the word I use, but uh, these very historically rich, uh, deep texts from you know philosophers or whatever it may be, that's great. And if you want to have that conversation, go for it. But for me, I can't keep up. And I know that a lot of my friends can't either. 
so having a casual conversation not only makes it more relatable but uh makes it less intimidating and it's been an absolute honor and a blast and yeah uh going on we are going to play clips from four different episodes three if we run out of time but that's all right uh first episode that we're gonna play a pot a clip from is going to be wisdom in the arts episode one episode one this was with Claudia Rodriguez. Uh, uh, we talked about freedom from or freedom to. This was really fun, and I was very nervous. And uh, you, I, you can hear it. I was definitely, I, I keep talking about myself as though like decades have passed, and I'm some radio personality. I'm not, but I've definitely learned a lot. Anyways, uh, we're gonna play the clip, and yeah, here we go. Uh, we're talking about freedom. And uh, freedom, freedom from or freedom to uh, the the last couple of minutes, possibly more than a couple. <laughs> uh, we talked about the freedom from, and now we will talk about the freedom to do something. So, an example that you and I were talking about mm-hmm. was was summer and how like we're free from school, and then now we're hit with a now what question. And we, you know, especially like junior, senior year of high school where um, you probably have a car and like you probably have a license. It's very Mm -hmm. much like I can do not literally anything, but but I I can do a lot of things and I'm just overwhelmed by all these different possibilities, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to read a clip. This is from uh, this is from The Making of a Nation from Doug Johnson and Richard Rail. You know, this doesn't feel right. I gotta pull up some uh some uh, patriotic music <laughs> just because uh, you know. Look, I'm not saying that the US is the best country in the world. But if you were to say that, that the US is the best country in the world, I would agree with you. Okay. You know? Is that fair? Yeah. You know, this is not where I think this podcast was going today. But oh well. This is too sad. I know. Isn't that when people die? <laughs> yes. Here we go. <laughs> the 13 American colonies declared their independence from Britain in 1776. They had to win their independence in a long war that followed. During that war, the colonies were united by an agreement called the Articles of Confederation. The Union was a loose one. The Articles of Confederation did not organize a central government. They did not create courts or decide laws. They did not provide an executive to carry out the laws. All the Articles of Confederation did was to create a Congress. But it was a Congress with little power. Excuse me, sir. Could you sing a little bit quieter, please? <laughs> Thank you. But it was a Congress of little power. It could only advise the separate 13 states and ask them to do some things. It could not pass laws for the United States. The weakness of the system became clear soon after the War of Independence ended. The British general... For 500 points, can you tell me who the British general was? Nope. Charles Cornwallis surrendered at 
for another 500 points, can you tell me where he's from? I'm telling you, Texas education at its finest. Great. <laughs> Charles Cornwallis surrendered at Yorktown, Virginia in oh. 1781. A messenger brought the Congress news of the victory. The Congress had no money. It could not even pay the messenger. Yeah, we were a hot mess. <laughs> thank you, thank you, uh, YouTube video title. Over one and a half hours of patriotic music for your July 4th and Memorial Day <laughs> celebrations. You came in clutch. So, yeah, we were a hot mess after we separated mm -hmm. from, from the United Kingdom, you know? Yeah. And like, sure, of course, in 10 years, we had a constitutional convention, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, we were met with that very same question like now what yeah. because we were so focused on oh we want freedom from taxation without representation from you know the british monarch whatever and then it just ended up being like well what do we do mm -hmm. you know yeah. that was a good foresight on you in terms of like planning out your summer while you're busy yeah you know mm -hmm. and they didn't do that no they didn't plan out their summer they ended up with a weak congress yeah they couldn't even pay. They couldn't even pay the messenger, you know. It's a but mess. To be fair, my planning didn't go far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so maybe true. they did plan. That's true. So, uh, so when, when we're hit with this freedom too, it, uh, it kind of shakes things up because there's so much that we can do, but that doesn't mean that everything that we can do, uh, we should do. You know, mm -hmm. and in, in the case of the United States, you know, how do we separate it? There were just a bunch of petty wars in between states and it was it was a hot mess. And, you know, obviously it, it all got resolved out. But at the time, you know, people were so um, overwhelmed by the fact that freedom was theirs mm -hmm. that that they just didn't know what to do with it yeah. it's like a kid in a candy store so you want to eat all of it except for candy it's independence <laughs> yum am i right yes yeah i ate so much candy as a freshman and i still do um as a freshman in high school or a freshman in college in college that's how i use my freedom i right. ate a lot of candy yeah i got four cavities fun fact um whoa yeah, it was actually expensive. Um, I should have brushed up on my U.S. history before this conversation, so I could be. You also should have brushed your more. teeth when you ate the candy. I. But. I ate so much candy. I don't know if that would have made a difference. Um. Okay. Regardless. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Uh, talking about like the freedom to do something. I I kind of get reminded of this is something that us millennials will understand. <laughs> Like watching a show on Netflix, and then you finish the show, and like normally it's uh it's the play next episode self timer, and you're yes. like okay yeah of course, but with when you finish the show like that's it yeah and you're hit with that oh man like especially when it like you know the show's over like I've caught up on Arrowverse of like all those shows yeah. and I know they're coming back in yeah. October but it's like could you describe the Arrowverse to those who the don't Arrow the Legends of Tomorrow, which is a spinoff of The Arrow and The Flash. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Flash and Supergirl. And these are four television shows. Yes, on the CW. Yes. That have crossovers every now and then that Ooh. are great. Nice. Okay, anyways, go back to what you were talking about. 
Um, so, like, I finished those shows, and I know they're coming back in October, but, like, when you finish a show that's, like, already ended, and you know, like, that was it. Yeah. Like, you're just, like, well, do I find another episode? So, like, I just recently caught up on the Arrowverse, and I just decided with the busy schedule that I have, my now what is, like, I'm just gonna wait for those shows to come on live. Okay. So, it was, like... Yeah, sure. Because... My freedom of college is now realizing that I need to go to bed on time. The bedtime that I celebrated mm. as a freshman. Absolutely. I now am going to sleep at like 10 or 11 mm. so I can wake up in the morning and be productive. Beautiful. Uh, thank you, Claudia, even though you aren't here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, first episode, really fun. And I, I thought it was a really good topic. It's probably one of my favorites. So, I mean, it's favorite because it's, it's one of the favorites just because it's the first one. But also, you know, it was very interesting, very, very interesting uh, to talk about, you know, the freedom from or freedom to. I think that I <laughs> I learned this lesson the hard way the semester that this podcast started. You know, I had the freedom to take my classes. I took 18 hours. It was hell. And never again. Never, never, never again. Um, this topic is of freedom from or freedom to. I wanted to add one more thing to it. I think that. You know, if you have freedom to push yourself, you should do it to a certain extent. However, you know, if you if you have time or you have the resources to do something that uh, you've always wanted to do or work ahead, I think that you absolutely should. But also realize that you don't have to put all of your eggs in one basket when it comes to your free time. So, you know something that I learned, especially fall semester was to, you know, give time for yourself and strive and try your hardest for everything, but also realize that, you know, there's nothing wrong with just having a quote unquote lazy schedule because you can have more fun and really experience life more that way. That's just something that I learned. So we're going to play a quick song. This is Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. I don't think I've played it yet, but it's one of my favorite songs. And here we go. the wisdom in the arts podcast broadcasting live through kookradio.com that was ocean avenue by yellow card one of the classic that renaissance i always talk about from like late 90s to early 2000s of punk rock man some gems absolutely amazing um anyways this is wisdom in the arts we are looking back and talking about our favorite episodes favorite clips and all the memories associated with them. 
Uh, next up, we got TJ DeGia, a great friend of mine. Um, we, we, we were talking about joy and finding happiness and as something that's consistent in your life. And it was a really good uh, episode in general. I recommend that you check out all the episodes. But um, th- these are the ones that particularly stick out to me. Here we go. Alrighty. Here we go. Yeah, things, a thing that does not exist mm-hmm. externally in about two minutes after I open it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a small thing that like kind of brought me joy. It's like, oh, like I'm having a Pop-Tart today. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Finding joy in the small things is... Key. I've learned to be major key. Like it's such a big deal because like I said, anybody can react to a big happy thing happening to, to them. And like, Oh, well the Astros are in the world series. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like it's awesome. But just finding like the smallest thing and being happy about it. That's the hard part. Yeah. But working on that skill and becoming proficient at it is the best thing you can do. Well, not the best thing, but I think one of the best things you can do for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think um, one thing that I thought about when you brought it up is, so there's, there's two things in this, right? There's knowing it and then there's actually like living it out. Okay. And just by saying it, like you've, you've told a few people, um, you've told a few people about, about this fact of being grateful for the little things. Mm-hmm. But now it comes the hard part. You know, now people know this. And so, like, how are we going to live that out? How are we going to be so grateful for the little things in our lives and and so that we can be, have more joy and have more happiness? And I think that's the hard part. Like, you know, people all over the world, they, they read the Bible, they read the Quran, they read, um, they pray, they meditate, um, whatever people do to take care of themselves, but they never really, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to criticize, but in general, people have a hard time living these things out. And mm. I think there's a lot of resistance there. There's like a human resistance, maybe to happiness. And there's a lot of obstacles that we have to conquer in order to get there one day. And so having that permanent joy and permanent happiness is probably going to take a lifetime, maybe even more. To, to be able to accomplish mm-hmm. um, something that uh, I was kind of blown away by is that <laughs> um, at camp I, I I love your camp stories I have a lot of camp stories for those uh, I'll do a whole podcast one day where it's just nothing but camp stories but uh, something that uh, I that I heard during during camp was that this this old man God bless his heart I think his name was Dan, that sounds right. Dan, the man. Dan, Dan said, uh, uh, and I quote, we're looking for a a burning bush, but we turn around and there's a darn forest fire behind us, which is this total, like, quit trying to look for happiness in this one thing and like quit trying to place your happiness as a sort of ransom. Like, oh, well if I pass this exam, you know, you'll be be happy. happy. Like if I get into my dream college, I'll be happy. It's like, those are things that you can want. Absolutely. But if, if that thing determines your happiness, um, it's, it's not good, you know, and just, just look around you and, 
and consider where you are in life and the things that you get to interact with daily and be like, wow, like I have so much to be thankful for and be mm-hmm. happy about. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad to want those things. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't want to say that because, you know, we all want to get into Let's say for us, since we're students, or if you want to get your master's degree, get into that nicer college or get that nice that nice job. But I think, you know, if you are in that situation, then and and you do get those things, and I think the the adrenaline, the high, I guess we can say it, okay. it fades off after a while. Yeah. After you accomplish this accomplishment. Yeah. And so the reason the reason we're having this podcast is we're trying to trying to find a high. That doesn't fail. Away. That doesn't go away. Yeah, like it, you know, yeah. and I think that's what Dylan talked about with, with you know, I'm tired of saying I'm gonna pass this test and I'm gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get through this week of midterms. I'm gonna be happy. Like, why not now? You know, what's stopping you from being happy right now? Exactly. And it's, so one thing that he talked about is being grateful for the little things. Mm-hmm. And there's many other things that, um, philosophically, you know theologically there's 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 a lot of things that um humans that we can do to to have that ultimate joy mm-hmm. i a hundred hundred percent agree there there's i in our society we're we're a very a reward driven society right like, oh, millennials oh oh you millennials. did you see that there was a there was a thing i think it was a, a restaurant wanted to appeal to its millennials so they were going to give them um like daily paychecks no yeah dude no that just sounds so <laughs> much more complicated like oh my lord anyways oh. go ahead go no ahead, yeah <laughs> um so when when it's okay to to want rewards and to strive for for achievements whatever but if that's the only thing that's driving you then once you get it, you're done. It's like what you said about, you know, getting an internship, getting a scholarship. Sure, it's great. Like once you receive it, but that that feeling goes away mm-hmm. uh, a lot quicker than you think. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna play one more song and then we're gonna wrap things up. Here is "Happy," not by Pharrell Williams. We are not gonna play that song because this is the live podcast. Um. Yeah, just a great conversation with TJ. Finding joy in the little things. Uh, something that is really crucial. Like, <laughs> incredibly crucial to finding uh, consistent happiness and joy. And whatever that thing is, you know, like, run to it. You know, for example, mine is, you know, my faith and also my family. Because I know that no matter what, they're going to support me in everything I do. And it's incredible. And I know that I can, that when I talk to them, like they're gonna bring me joy because that's, that's who they are, and that's the love that they have for me, and and then that's how I feel about my faith too, you know, and just finding uh, a consistent source of happiness and not something that is defined by your grades or whatever it may be. Uh, another note I have about that podcast is that um that was recorded before the astros won the world series so (laughs) we didn't know that that was going to happen as well as um i think that that's that that's my uh favorite podcast when it comes to you know a message that i can take away from 
episode as a whole, you know, it was definitely a lot of fun and uh, a great time talking to TJ, but also, you know, changed my perspective on a lot of things. And it wasn't anything new per se, but it was something, you know, worded differently that really um, struck out to me. Also, I got to adjust the mic real quick. So pardon me. Oh, I thought that was going to make a lot more noise. But anyways, here we are. Um, yeah, that was a very fun podcast to do, but also it really helped me change my perspective on, you know, where, where I was getting my joy from and identifying that. And when I feel like I'm running out, not going to something else, but anyways, well, the time is gone, ladies and gentlemen, it is three 30. It's time for one last Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass, Tijuana Taxi. I should I should also point out that this is the last time that we will use it for a ad read. Um, time has come. You know, had had a really good two-season run, but it's time. It's time to move on. So for the last time, here is Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass, Tijuana Taxi. Actually, hold on real quick. <laughs> there we go. I am learning from my mistakes, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. There really is nothing like that horn. Like, there, there is nothing like that horn honk, you know? I'm gonna miss it, but the time has come. Anyways. July FS stops by Houston May 6th from the Sam Houston racetrack. Artists coming include J. Cole, Migos, Cardi B, Playboy Cardi, Triple Red, and Ski Mask the Slump God. Special guests include Bun B, Trade the Truth, and DJ Mr. Rogers. For more information, log on to jamblaya.com. You can get your tickets at jamblaya.com slash tickets dot. Excuse me. Uh, uh, you can get your tickets at jamblaya.com slash tickets dash Houston slash period. Don't think that's <laughs> don't think that's how the web address is. Is uh, just look up Jablaya tickets Houston. You'll find them there. Uh, stay tuned for Kook Radio's coverage of Jamblaya Fest only at kookradio.com. Speaking of J. Cole, here is my uh, 50-second review of the album because there's, there's only 50 seconds left on the song. Um, I had low expectations going into it, and he, he bet the expectations. I think that some tracks on the album were very forgettable and kind of morph into each other. Which isn't inherently a bad thing, but there's only like two or three songs on the album that I like can have clear memory hearing, you know? And I'm not saying that the songs that blend together aren't good, but they just, for me, I'm not into an album where it kind of like, I can't tell the difference between one song or another, or like there isn't enough distinction. So it just, it just seems so empty. So. That being said, uh, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss it. Um, yeah, uh, six out of ten album. It was uh, it was all right. It, it wasn't his best, but it was better than uh, his last one. And yeah, that's basically all I have to say about it. Anyways, let's play another song. Yeah, oh, man, I'm gonna miss Herb Albert. Herb Albert, honestly, what what a man! I 
have seen that album only once at an album store, and I sh- I should have bought it. I should have bought it. Uh whatever. Anyways, we're gonna play a song real quick. This is a song that I've been really wanting to play for a while, and I don't think I have played it on the podcast. If I have, then I 100% apologize. But it be like that. This is going to be if i can find it on my playlist uh (laughs) um i'll just i'll just look for it okay this is another band from that that renaissance of punk rock this is taking back sunday with make damn sure back to the wisdom in the arts podcast that was taking back sunday off of their album louder now probably one of my favorite albums from that time also um really good just front to back anyways this is looking back playing clips from our favorite episodes we're gonna do one more episode and then we're gonna do a little close out of the seasons uh, um that sound that was a weird way to word that sentence anyways um, let's not waste any more time. This is going to be, uh, our episode on Logan Paul. That was the first episode I did coming back from the winter break and something that I was really passionate about <laughs> as you'll hear. And yeah, let's just, let's just do it. This is, uh, episode nine with in the arts lessons from Logan Paul and the lessons out that we can learn from his video just as a quick review, Logan Paul, he is a 22-year-old who is making anywhere from 15 to who knows millions of dollars. And he made a video about him, him and his friends going into the suicide forest, uh, finding a dead body, not really blurring it at all, making jokes, whatever, leaves, and then talks about suicide awareness. Okay, a lot of people are probably expecting me to rip on him for for not taking it seriously and laughing whatever i don't think that that's the issue because as someone who heavily depends on comedy to get through tough situations i'm not mad at that what i am mad at however is that this was just another video sure he took the ads off but this was just another video. He he was on a trip to Japan when he, when he made this video. So, going back to the going back to the videos 
that he made before this particular video. He has a video titled, Kicked Out of Japan, parentheses, I'm sorry, in parentheses. The next video, all caps, we fought in the middle of Tokyo, exclamation point. Next video, real life Pokemon Go in Tokyo, exclamation point, parentheses, catching strangers, in parentheses. And all these videos are him, I'm not gonna lie, just being this this complete tool bag to, to the culture and people of Japan. It's that type of, I wouldn't say it's a humor like uh, the Jackass movies just because those are more like, oh, it's slapstick, whatever. This is just him being a jerk. Him being a jerk to people in public and being very disrespectful of the entire culture that they have over there. But here's the deal. He's a quote-unquote maverick. It's in every it's in every single one of his videos. It is in every single description to try and sell you merch. So he doesn't really have he is he lost the ability to step back and think, oh, is is this really respectful or am I just saying it's respectful and just doing whatever I want? He was a embodiment of I'm going to do whatever I want and it's okay because my fans are gonna see me as a quote-unquote maverick it is part his people around him being like oh we gotta make you know something fun something something crazy and it's the fact that this hasn't been a problem this sort of oh i'm going to do whatever i want and make a video out of it aha it's just a prank or aha this is just who i am this hasn't been a problem if you've been on youtube anytime anytime since its creation uh, uh, you've heard of clickbait and this is true for Facebook you'll see you know these headlines like <laughs> my, my favorite fake headline for uh, talking about this sort of issue is it'll be a picture of a wedding video or something and the and the title will be bride walks down the aisle you won't believe the groom's reaction or or something just something absolutely like Oh, I really want to figure out what that is. And again, like that isn't illegal at all. It's not. It's the fact that we fall for it. It's the fact that we, as consumers, will click that video. And we'll click, we fought in the middle of Tokyo, exclamation point. And we'll click all of these titles for Logan Paul videos. Faking my death prank. Crazy reaction. That is an actual video where he fakes his own death in front of his fans. 23 million views teaching kong that that uh his dog is named kong by the way i i should clarify that before i read so his dog is kong and the thumbnail is him at the beach with his dog and his girlfriend on top of him wearing wearing a swimsuit and the title is teaching kong how to swim god sexual 16 million views Next vi uh, next egregious video of this of this type. My assistant got pregnant in my house. Question mark exclamation point. That has 18 million views. I I'm not mad that the fact that clickbait exists. I'm mad that it's growing. We we as a society need to do better. <laughs> I I'm I'm sorry if I'm mad, but this is just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. The reason why a person like him 
is successful right now is because we as adults, as grown people are clicking on these videos with stupid, stupid, stupid titles that just try and get our attention. And it doesn't matter if we exit out the moment that, that we realize that, oh, the article isn't that good. That click counts. Every time you go to a website, doesn't matter if it's if it's yahoo.com, doesn't matter if it's, I don't know, say whatever website you like. The moment that you press enter and you actually get to that website, that is a, that is a number. And advertisers and the people running that website will see that. So imagine being, being a creator and thinking, oh, how do I get people to watch my video? Oh, I'm just going to, you know, make it all caps and have some crazy thumbnail and have some title that makes people want to click. His followers, you know, his fans will watch his videos uh, because they're fans of his. But people who aren't, he only has 16 million. So how come videos have 23? How come videos have 49? It's because we fall for it. We fall for the simplest stuff. The lowest hanging fruit we go for because it's it's attention grabbing. And I'm not saying that we should just subvert human nature and try and like train our brains to like, no, that's clickbait. I'm saying that we should recognize this clickbait and not click on it. Oh man. But ultimately, what clickbait comes down to is, especially this channel, is the shock factor. Going back to the video I talked about where it's the uh, faking my own death prank, uh, you know, he sets up this very elaborate setup where uh, his fans are outside of his apartment in front of this big window, and so then he fakes someone coming in with a shotgun, shooting him, red paint goes all over the window and you know of course later like he comes out like oh like did y'all believe it haha <laughs> it was just a prank but how far is too far oh we figured out how far is too far a body hanging in a suicide forest that's too far but why is all this other stuff okay why is him in the video real life pokemon go in tokyo him and his friends dress up like Pokemon and throw giant Pokeballs at random people in Japan. In the video kicked out of Japan, they go to a temple and Jake Paul, I'm not, sorry, I get my Pauls mixed up. If I say Jake Paul anywhere in this video, that's a whole nother beast. I'm talking about Logan Paul right now. Logan Paul, in the kicked out of Japan video, he gets kicked out of a temple for just being rude and disrespectful and loud, but people fall for it. Why do we keep doing it? Why? Granted, a large part of it is because his his viewership doesn't know. Like they I feel like they understand the concept the concept of clickbait, but they don't really understand that he's doing clickbait, if that makes sense. But it's just it's the shock factor. It's the oh I can't believe he's gonna do this. Oh, I can't believe that that he just did that. Oh wait, what's gonna happen? We fall for it. That was the clip from the Logan Paul podcast. Uh, there really isn't much more to say about it. Uh, we, I did the podcast, and then like <laughs> literally two hours later, he released some apology video, and um, just is back to his old clickbaity ways now. I mean, 
it's not like he was going to change uh, the environment on YouTube. I just think that it is kind of sad. Like that. It, I don't know. It's uh, whatever. That was just a podcast that I was very proud of because I spent a lot of research on it and I hope that you enjoy it too. God going to play one more song, do a nice little um, goodbye. And yeah, this is uh, Feel the Love by Rudimental featuring Sam, John Newman. I thought it was Sam Smith because the voices sound very uh, beautiful, but it is not. Anyways, this is Feel the Love by Rudimental. Welcome back to the Wisdom in the Arts podcast, broadcasting live through Coog Radio. That was Feel the Love by Rudimental. Um, great, great song. I heard it off of a chance whim, but um, here we are. Anyways, uh, that um, this has been a really good podcast. It's been a lot of fun. This episode, as well as just the whole entire show in general. I've been doing this for two semesters now, probably done about... 20 shows recorded or unrecorded and it's just been a blast it really has been a blast i keep telling you know people this you know why i started a podcast and it's you know i i said this at the beginning i i want a show that's fun and educational but isn't too too hard to get into however at the same time i wanted a show uh just to have a show because i feel like my personality and just how I talk doesn't really translate into writing, which is my other passion. And, um, yeah, it's just been a lot of fun and just being able to have a lot of guests come in. It's been an absolute joy and pleasure. And I really couldn't think of anything else. Um, this has been, uh, easily, <laughs> uh, easily one of the more, um, one of the more not endearing, uh, pushing projects I've done just because it does take a lot of time. Uh, excuse me, sir, sir. No, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> my dad's in the studio. By the way, he's just he's just kicking it. But um, yeah, this has been an absolutely uh, amazing blast and a fun time. And we will be back next year, as I said before. Uh, stay tuned for the time that we will have next next semester but it's just been an absolute journey and adventure and there's been some rough spots uh in both the stress and the quality of product and technical difficulties and everything of that nature but again it's just been a absolutely amazing uh experience and one that i hope to continue and, and i'm excited to continue later on but 
anyways uh this has been the wisdom and the arts podcast catch us live 3 p.m central standard time at coog radio or the radio fx app dad do you want to say something real quick to the to the audience well the, that's all i can say because i got a face for radio so. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the opportunity very proud of you all righty there you go uh um we are broadcasting live 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Well, I guess that's going to be different next semester, so I can't even say. We're going to be on Coog Radio and Radio FX. Not sure what time or what day, but stay tuned. We're on the Apple Podcast app and Apple Podcast app and podcast.com for when uh, we're going to be gone and you miss the sweet voice of someone stuttering on the mic. You can listen to past episodes there. You can check us out on facebook.com slash the mini arts and that's about it. That's about everything that I have to say. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in the, uh, 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 throughout the past two semesters. I can't wait to, to, to come back, but for right now, enjoy uh, enjoy. Let the Sunshine In by Fifth Dimension. Thank you so much, and we will see y'all in the fall.